Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Tuesday, April 9. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Chafet de Oliveira, and uh, excited for today as well and for the passage we're going to read. And so, <clears throat> sorry, let me clear my throat there. And let's uh, let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, just thank you again, Lord, for today. Thank you for all that we uh, are called to be. Thank you for our families, for people that we interact with, people that we still yet to get to meet. And Lord, as we reflect on today and we reflect on this passage as well and what God is calling us to, um, the significance of it and uh, the ability to be able to be a person who respects another person and sees them as equal. May we see that in our interactions and uh, and our conversations with each other. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I'm reading from the message today, the MSG. Yeah. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17, subheading, Washing His Disciples' Feet. Just before the Passover feast, Jesus knew that the time had come to leave this world to go to the Father. Having loved his dear companions, he continued to love them right to the end. It was supper time. The devil by now had Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, firmly in his grip, all set for the betrayal. Jesus knew that the Father had put him in complete charge of everything, that he came from God and was on his way back to God. So he got up from the supper table, set aside his robe, and put on an apron. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the feet of the disciples, drying them with his apron. When he got to Simon Peter, Peter said, Master, you wash my feet? Jesus answered, You don't understand now what I'm doing, but it will be clear enough to you later. Peter persisted, You're not going to wash my feet, ever. Jesus said, If I don't wash you, you can't be part of what I'm doing. Master, said Peter, not only my feet then, wash my hands, wash my head. Jesus said, If you've had a bath in the morning, you need only your feet washed now and you're clean from head to toe. My concern, you understand, is holiness, not hygiene. So now you're clean, but not every one of you. He knew who was betraying him. That's why he said, not every one of you. After he had finished washing their feet, he took his robe, put it back on, and went back to his place at the table. Then he said, do you understand what I have done to you? You address me as teacher and master, and rightly so. That is what I am. So if I, the master and teacher, washed your feet, you must now wash each each other's feet. I've laid down a pattern for you. What I've done, you do. I'm only pointing out the obvious. A servant is not ranked above his master. An employee doesn't give orders to the employer. If you understand what I'm telling you, act like it and live a blessed life. Hmm. You know what I was thinking as, as we were reading this passage again today is that um, this is what he chose to do when he knew that it was coming to the final week. Right. So, uh, you know, again, I think that there must have been, there is deep significance. And because he's never done this before um, at any of the other Passovers. And so this Passover, he decides, you know what, I'm, I'm now going to wash their feet. Because he could have done this like one, two, two before that. And I think there's something about this that he's like, he's, he's brought the disciples to this place. And now he wants to bring them to another plane. So I just, just struck me uh, today in particular. 
Um, so here's a question for today. And again, I'm going to encourage you to read The Daily Walk. I think it's really good. Um, and uh, here's the question. Have you ever experienced rejection when offering a gesture of goodwill? How did it feel? Why do you think the other person refused to accept your kind deed? Oh, yeah, I have one. But why don't you go first? No, oh, already. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... I think that this, it actually it happens often uh, whenever you have a situation where you feel like you're giving some support to somebody and, uh, and they, their pride actually is what holds them back from receiving it. Mine, I wasn't I thinking know. about that. I was and thinking, with, yeah. well, I've written about this actually, so I don't know if anybody's ever read anything I've written that they will already know this, but probably most people haven't. So there was a girl when I was a teenager who was kind of, she was developmentally disabled. Mm. And she would often call me on the phone. She wanted to be friends. And she would ask me loads of questions. And I was nice to her in a kind of patronizing way. And she had a terrible thing happen to her. She was kidnapped. A bunch of stuff happened. I won't go into it in great detail. But after all this had happened, I heard about it. And it was terrible. And I felt awful, mm. obviously. <clears throat> I happened to see her at church. She was there some months later. And I started walking toward her, friendly, to greet her, mm-hmm. to you know, try to say something nice to her. And she looked at me with absolute horror, and she screamed and ran out of the, mm-hmm. the building and slammed the door mm-hmm. behind her, and I've never seen her since then. Mm-hmm. And I think that the reason she refused to accept my kind deed was because she knew that I wasn't a good person. Mm-hmm. That's pretty significant. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. So it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. It was not a happy thing. No, that's not. I mean, I think that that's actually a, that's a difficult place to be in. Um, so I think there can be a variety of reasons yeah. why. I mean, I think sometimes people don't want to be in a situation where they owe you something. Yeah. So it might be that they don't completely trust you. Yeah. You know, because I, I think a lot of good deeds come with strings I attached, and I think there's a certain amount of wisdom in not accepting. Strings. You yeah. know, I sometimes don't accept things from people. It depends on think, what and who and why and a lot of I think a lot there of is factors. also yeah, it takes a lot of humility to accept gifts. Yeah. It takes a lot of humility to also admit that you actually need help. I know several people that uh, that I, I believe they need help and um and yet it's very, very difficult for them to ask for help. And it's very difficult then when you offer help as well. Well, and I mean sometimes also people offer you things that you, you technically don't need. Like nobody here yes, needed Jesus to wash that's their true. feet. They would have been fine. Yeah. So sometimes you take something that somebody gives you not because you need it, but because mm. they want to give it to you. You know, I've occasionally accepted things from people because I know it would be bad for me to yeah. to reject it because they want to give it you know i think what's uh, when i think about this story as well and as we read it again today is that um jesus really does this not because he needs to clean them but he really emphasizes for the you know the, the symbolism behind it in particular mm. and says this because i want to i want to bring you into the space where i'm talking about what it is to be holy what it is to be a person who actually is equal and and i guess what we're talking about yesterday you know about about being human um and recognizing that we actually need need each other and uh, i think that when when difficult things happen where we haven't actually our motives haven't been correct you know when we're helping people because Mm. there are times when we help people and it's not actually about them well it's like in this case you know when i was a teenager that i was nice to the Girl, because I thought it made me look like a nice person because, mm. you know, whatever. But it wasn't because I 
liked her or really wanted to be friends with her particularly. Well, and I, you I, can know, I tolerated imagine, her. I can only imagine the, the trauma that she had gone through as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know yeah. to the extent to what she thought when she, I think she'd had a mental breakdown of sorts after yeah. all of this too. She might've even thought I was someone else. I don't know, but I mm. interpreted it as that she knew that I was me and she didn't trust me. Yeah. Well, I think that, I think what happens is that there are different moments in life that those are like moments that they teach us something about ourselves and make us more aware. And I think that's actually what Christ is trying to do through this moment here is to bring all of those leaders right there to a place where they will recognize who they really are, that nobody's greater than anybody else, and we, mm. we all need each other. And I think that would have been difficult for them as well, um, and just to be that, because you remember they've argued before, who's going to be the greatest? Can I sit on one side of you, at, you know, in your kingdom and all that kind of stuff? And uh, yeah. and so to to go to the place where their rabbi, their teacher, their you know their master, the the one who they believe is the anointed one, the Messiah, is doing this for them. Um, there's a lot to be said inside that, and I think part of the difficulty of communion or anything, you know, like when people say they love each other, uh, it can become commonplace. Right, so mm. I think that there's something to be said about really intentionally again thinking about what this really means, so that it it brings you to that space, um, so that it's not just commonplace that you really do appreciate. Like you know, you can eat your meals every single day, but you can also stop and say, "Man, I really, I really enjoy this breakfast. I really mm-hmm. enjoy that moment." I think that's uh, what God is trying to do through this practice that we have here. Um, inside the scripture. So let me read the question one more time um, and uh, I'll ask you guys to think about this. Have you uh, ever experienced rejection when offering a gesture of goodwill? How did it feel? Why do you think the other person refused to accept your kind deed? Think about that. Uh, Think about your community, look after each other and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.